Good morning, everybody. There's a, <clears throat> there's a sweet spirit in the house this morning. I'm going to follow up from what Jenny had to say and follow up from what Jackie had to say. That's they had no idea where I was going, but they hit it right on the money. Title of the message is A Place of Independence. What is independence? Independence is a freedom to make a choice. Thank God for America. We're still, the mess we're in, we're still the best nation across. And as long as we're here, it will maintain. But once we get raptured out of here, it will be, because we're slowly losing our choice. And Jesus came to give us a choice. See, it used to be that you were living under law. It used to be that you lived by what you, you lived by what you can't do. He would have a whole list of laws, things you can't do, you can't do, you can't do, you can't do. But Jesus came to give us the can-dos. And we've got to recognize we have only one choice we have to make. And that's just to believe in him and what he did for us. The rest of it, Jesus took care of it. Like Jenny said, he took care of our addictions. And there is nobody here that doesn't have some form of addiction. I don't care who you are. You may have one nobody knows about, but you've got one. So don't be judgmental on somebody that you see has got one. You just let Jesus take care of it, and you step out of the picture, because if you try to get in the picture, you're throwing a law on them, and they can't quit. Maybe because of you. You say, well, Pastor, you can't say that. Yes, I can, because if you put someone under law, they're going to go ahead and either do it or want to do it. You allow them to have the independence that they were given, and it changes the whole situation. See, independence, independence gives us a choice. <laughs> but with that choice, and this has come up a lot lately, with that choice, everybody here is going to have consequences. Good choices are bad choices. There's always consequences in, in what we choose to do. And I want to follow Jesus because I know that there's better consequences. You even have, you even have good consequences that you don't want. Because you can give your heart to Jesus, you can live for Jesus, and then you have the people that don't love Jesus that give you a hard time. That's a consequence. But then you can love Jesus, and he's going to take care of you day by day by day because he never leaves you. He never forsakes you. He takes care of you. You say, well, what if I make a mistake? There's still consequences. But the Bible says everything that we mess up on, he turns for good. So who are we to get in the way of what God's doing? And we've got to be at the place of recognizing he took care of us. You know, it's interesting. Back in Exodus 12, 7, in that area, it talks about uh, the Egyptians. The Egyptians had the Jewish nation under bondage. And there was plagues coming down against them because the Egyptians would not, Pharaoh would not let them go. And different things took place, and they, he, would, he would give in, then he would come back and, and put them in bondage. Give in, come back, and put them in bondage. Well, finally, there was a plague that was going to go around, and it was going to go through the cities. 
in the area, and every first child was going to die from that plague. And the Jewish people were told, you put blood over the doorpost of your doors, and that will cover you, and you will be taken care of. And we know the story. The plague come through, and the wailing was everywhere, but everywhere the blood was over the doorpost, they were protected. Now, like now, you have Christians and you have Christians. It's the same thing with us. We can choose to walk with Jesus and have a relationship with Jesus, and we can choose to live for him, and we're still going to have consequences, but if we choose not to do what the word says, if we choose to gossip, you're going to suffer the consequences. If you choose to talk about somebody, and I can go on and on with those things, but you still have a choice. But we recognize that in Exodus there, they were protected and they were delivered of the plagues and the lifestyle that they were living. And remember, they were in the law. They didn't have Jesus yet. This is just foreshadowing of what's coming. Jesus is coming to take care of us. It, it, it's, it, it's, a celebrating, it, it's a celebration that went on every year after they come out. Still goes on in the Jewish community. They got delivered. They crossed the Red Sea. They, they come into the promised land. But still, every year, they walked through and had that time of remembering what Christ or what God did for them. Well, now it's different. Now we're going to have communion today, and it's exactly the same thing. We're going to remember what he did for us. We're not remembering the law that they had to live under the Old Testament. You're not remembering those things because that all pertained to how you did and what you did and how you accomplished. And, and, if, I, and if you did anything wrong, you broke the law. And if you broke the law in any area, it was over. But when Jesus came, he took care of all of that. And he brought, in, in communion, we'll talk about this, when he went to the cross, he took care of all of it. The Last Supper that they had, and I'm reading in 26, just a few verses, verse, verse 17 down, it says, On the first day of the festival, this is the New Living Translation, On the first day of the festival, unleavened bread, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Where do you want to prepare the Passover for you, the meal for you? As you go to the city, you will see a certain man. Tell him, the teacher says, my time has come, and I will eat the Passover meat meal with the disciples in your house. So the disciples did just as Jesus had prepared the Passover meal for them. And in verse 26, says, as they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it, then broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this and eat, for this is my body. And the, cu and, and the cup of the wine he gave thanks for, to God for it. He gave to them and said, Each of you drink from it, for this is the blood which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out for the sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. All right, what we want to talk about here is you have an in, you, you've been given independence. We're so used to it in America, but they're not overseas. And when they find Jesus overseas, it's a whole new ball game for them because they recognize there's something supernatural. We're, we're so spoiled in America. 
we're so spoiled, but yet little bit of time we're losing our rights because we're not standing our ground or believing what we've really got. It's the same in your Christian walk. When you have a relationship that you can spend time with the Father, like was said, any time, day or night, you can just talk to Him about what's going on in your life. You have that right. Well, when we come to Him, He died and the blood that He shed for us give us the independence of our, the sin that was in our lives. It no longer has power over me. It no longer has power over you. Now, if you did not choose Jesus, if you're listening by internet or maybe you're sitting here this morning and you did not receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are still bound. You, you, may, you haven't made the choice yet to have your independence. You may have it in America, but you don't have it in your life. And you've got to come to that place of going, wait a minute, I want this independence. See, he died for your sins. He forgave everything you did before. He forgave everything you're doing today. And he forgave everything you're going to do tomorrow because we're all a mess. But you don't have this independence if you don't receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you haven't come to him, you know, many people across this earth go to church. But most, as a whole, folks, go to church as a religious doing. Well, I went to church, so I'm okay. I'm sorry to tell you this. You don't have to be in church. You need to be because you're helping everybody else, and God calls us to come together to worship, like Jackie said, to worship together and that presence together. But all I have to do, is believe that he died and rose again, and I am covered. Now, I may not live the fruit of the Spirit like I want to live because I haven't spent time, but if I spend relationship with him and talk to him, or you all, don't, don't get mad at me now, I'm just telling you the truth. We don't live under law. You can't do this. You tell me I can't, everybody here is going to either think about it or they're going to do it. And they're either one wrong, agreed. But when I believed in Jesus, he gave me a choice. And my choice then is to believe and know that he died for my sins, every one of them. 1 John 1, 7 says, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins, not just the things that I did yesterday. I can't, I, I can say I, but. We can't make it without him. Because we, ha we have this choice. We either, we either live for Jesus or we live for self. And when we live for, we, we, we don't even know we're living for self, even when we're living for Jesus most of the time. Because the Bible says in the end times, we will become lovers of self. That's you and I. That's not talking about the world then. We, we, we're so, we've got so much TV, we've got so, much, we've got so many things on the internet that we're watching by our phones. We're, we're keeping track of how many people like us and don't like us. Like that makes a stinking difference what's going on in your life. The fact is, he likes us. And all you, gotta do, all you have to know is that when he likes you, then your whole spirit changes inside you. And when you know that he died for your sins, that's one of the benefits of the independence that we have. He just, he just died for us. His blood, like the, oh, the doorpost, it takes care of what's going on in our sin life. Hebrews 9, 12 says, with his own blood, 
New Living Translation, with his own blood, not the blood of goats and calves, he entered the most holy place once and for all time and secured our redemption forever. Forever. What a benefit. What a benefit and what, what a benefit of having an independence. We have independence in America. We can come and go from state to state and we can, we can do this and we can do that. We, we're free. Well, see, I can have the same thing as Jesus. Somebody can come to me, can, that what they need to do. Parents, this is what you need to do to your kids. You need to not put them under law. You need to explain to them the consequences of not living for Jesus. These things will happen. Young people have got to be able to start making their choices about life, but they've got to know the consequences of not living for Jesus, but then they also need to know the consequences of living for Jesus. One of them is he died for your sins, so you don't have to worry about missing it occasionally. You just love the Lord and let him do the work in my life. Am I going too far out there? No. I'm telling you the scripture. You can, you can live more relaxed. It's not this, you can't do, you can't do, you can't do, you can't do. What can I do? I can just relax and go with the flow and listen to the spirit of God that lives inside of me. Oh, I have to get correction, and I suffer consequences of things I do, especially as you grow up. We train, we train them in the right way. How do you train them? They watch you brush your teeth, so they brush your teeth. I got tickled at Daryl. Everybody knows Daryl had brain tumor and some problems. Great guy. But Matthew and I, when he comes in every morning, either he or I shoot each other. Who's first? He's got me the last six or seven times. He said, well, Pastor, you shouldn't be shooting him. Oh, grow up. Well, Daryl's seen that. So Daryl was sitting right there two rows back all Wednesday night, and he was going, pow, 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 pow. Now, I could have gone, oh, you think God can't take care of that? He, he was just having fun. Now, was it hard for me to preach? A little bit harder, but <laughs> I, I just kept. <laughs> Come, follow what I'm talking about. Now, I can say, Daryl, don't do that. He, 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 he couldn't grab that. It's not there. So you just go with the flow. And, and you, this is how you brush your teeth, Daryl. He was, he, was, he was mimicking me. I was training him. That's what we're supposed to be doing with our kids. We don't scream and throw things and cuss at home and expect our kids to, to stay there very long. We love them, and we show them what's right. It's a choice. It's your independence, yes. But the independence is to let Jesus flow through you. And if you haven't accepted Jesus... You're just going to be a mess your whole life. It's the way it is. It's just the way it is. But he's there to take care of it. See, Ephesians 1.7 says, He forgives us according to his grace. Not anything I do, but his grace. So that's, that's one of our benefits of what we're going to be remembering this morning. But then it's the same thing and one that we, a lot of people struggle with, and so do I at times. Folks, part of what took place on the cross was my sickness and my diseases and my emotionals and all that stuff was taken care of on the cross. There's a benefit there. 
when I chose in my independence, now I have a, I can believe this or not. Now, I watched my wife, my wife, suffer, 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 and she passed away and she left. Did that mean she didn't get healed? I am sorry, folks. We are but here but a vapor. And she is perfect. Nancy's husband is perfect. All you that have lost loved ones, they're perfect. They're healed. But while I'm here, if I would just a little more recognize this is true, I think I would walk in better health. I think I would walk in, in better healing. The Word tells us, Galatians 3.13, He redeemed us from the curse. Well, what's the curse? Part of it's the curse of the law, but part of it's the curse of sickness and disease. Part of it's all the things that go on. You know, uh, used to say, used to say it's flu season. Now they've changed that politically. Now it's COVID. And everybody's going to get it. Well, would you just shut up about COVID and just believe that you won't get it? But what if I do? But what if you don't? <laughs> Joseph Prince's church takes communion every Sunday because he believes that the word's true, and he says communion keeps you healed. Now, is that works? To some people it would be, but not to him because his is just a faith and a believing that it takes place. This morning when we receive this, if you've got anything going on, believe you're healed. And know that he died for you. Because the word says it. Matthew 8, 17 says he carried our sickness and, and removed our diseases. 1 Peter 2, 24 says he personally, in New Living Translation, I love this, in New Living Translation, he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live what is right. By his wounds you are healed. I would rather have my healing now so that I can go on and carry the word of God farther than to be sick. So my place is to, not by works, but just by knowing that he's done for us and be at that place where I just receive, Lord, I just receive your healing today and I thank you for it. Lord, I thank you that you died for my sins and I believe it and I thank you for that. We're not begging God for anything. It's already finished. All we have to do is believe it, thank him, and receive it. Believe it, thank him, and receive it. Believe it, thank him, and receive it. And know that he's done it for us. And not take this out of a religious mode, but take this knowing that he said, do this in remembrance of me. Do this knowing that you're going to be okay. Do this knowing that everything's in a mess. We'll straighten up in time. Folks, listen. I don't care what's going on in your families. I don't care what's going on in your personal relationships. If you give it to God, he will make good of it. I, Linda's battling cancer. But has she shut down and give up? Knowing she's not going to. And maybe she won't win, but she wins anyway. We, we can all speak this about our life. I mean, tomorrow we could be gone. Matter of fact, we could all be just standing here. You could be listening to me, and all of a sudden, the poo. I hope I poo at the same time, because I don't want to see your clothes laying around. Because if I see your clothes laying around, I... No, I know I haven't missed it. Because, see, it used to be, I thought I had to work to make God happy, and if I messed up, then I was messed up for a while. No. 
I know him. I know what he says. He, he knew me before the foundation of this earth. You know, our minds can't even go there. But he knew me. He knew I'd be standing right here on this date saying what I'm saying already. He knew, he knew, he, he knew. So why would I be concerned about anything else? When you see the problem, just get yourself out of it because you're only upset because it's, a, it's offending you. And just go to God and say, Lord, thank you that my wife that is just a mess is going to straighten up. You can say that. God knows you're thinking it. Lord, thank you that you're going to help my wife. Thank you you're going to help, thank you you're going to help my kids that are just crazy in their teens right now. They don't even know what they're doing, but Lord, thank you that they're going to be okay, and thank you that you give me the words to share with them and not beat them up and not beat them down. Just love them. That's all part of what we're remembering. We're not remembering because we're at church. We're remembering because of what he's done for our lives. We had, we had a bunch of teenagers that went out to Carolinas, and Aubrey is still yakking about the things that went on. The word was going forth. It touched their hearts. It touched their lives. That's why we've got to get to the place where we, we recognize the truth in this thing, and we know that we know that everything you'll ever need is right here. Every time, I, every time the 4th of July comes up and I think about independence, I think about what he's done for me. I am free. I was living in... I was living in bondage even after I got born again. I got born again at 12 years old. But I was in bondage until I was 32 years old because I didn't know the truth of this word, that he loves me so much that it doesn't matter what goes on in my life, he's with me. It doesn't matter how many times I've messed up, and I don't, nobody messes up on purpose once you're born again. To me, if you're doing it on purpose, you're, you, maybe you need to re... re back up and look at this because it said that I was sealed with the Holy Spirit when I said yes to Jesus at 12 but I didn't learn anything maybe I didn't listen maybe it wasn't right God but God has taken everything I walked through from 12 to 32 everything I'm not going to go into that everything and he's using it now on this day at 71 years old still because that's what he does Pharaoh didn't have a choice Pharaoh was taken in and out of the presence of God, not in the presence of God, but the direction. And he would, he, would, he would do what he says, and then God, I hardened his heart. And you're judging somebody, and you don't know what God's doing in their life to allow things to come down in their life. It's not fun, but yet a lot of us learn. You're all looking at me like you've done nothing wrong. We all have, but it's okay. Get cool with it. I mean, I mean, accept people where they are and what's going on. Just let God take care of it. Recognize our place is always to be at that place of, of remembering daily what he does for us. Remembering daily that he's going to take care of us. Remembering daily that he's got us. Remembering daily that he's got us. Psalms 103 verses 1 through 5, it says he forgives, he forgives and heals all of my diseases. That was before Jesus. Jesus just put icing on the cake, and the new covenant is for you. Let's, let's, take, let's take communion this morning. Doc, did you get enough people together?
kind of last minute I, I told Doc we were having communion. Yeah, yeah, come on up and let's go ahead and pass it out. Is my go ahead, we'll all be listening to you. guys grab these let's just get them yeah get them just get them passed out any which way you gotta remember we didn't know this till about 37 seconds ago <laughs> while you're getting that the we're going to stop doing what we're doing the cup on top sometimes gets locked in there to get to the bread so if you could just be real careful and we won't deal with that anymore I promise you but you know it used to be we misinterpreted this time and we we thought it was a very somber time and we had to get everything right with God before we took this that's nonsense. This is a happy time. This is a joyous time. This is a time to remember what he's done for us. To receive that healing and to recognize that he, maybe right now is when he's going to touch every life in here. He can do it when he wants, but, but why not be at that place of, Lord, I'm open, you know. And there's nothing wrong with either saying in your own, Lord, if, I, if, I've, got, if I've got unforgiveness or, or anything in my life right now, I don't want that while I take this. But it's not a law. We take this because we know God's done so much for us. Completely taking care of our lives. If the world could get a hold of this, if our politicians could get a hold of this, they would make a law that we have to serve God. <laughs> then there would be nobody would want to. said that when they all come together, the disciples and Jesus come together, that he took the bread and I can just, you know, just picture him tearing it and passing it on. They didn't at this time really understand what we understand. 
the Bible says that what he took, his beatings and, and all. Folks, what he went through, just for all of us, is unbelievable. To think that he took the whip and took all that he took and the skin ripping off of him, all because then we could walk in that independence of knowing I may have I may have this or I may have that, but this is going to pass. Why is it going to pass? Because Jesus took care of it for us. How quick will it pass? That it still is going to pass. So we can receive this knowing by faith that if you've got something right now in your body that you know shouldn't be there, and you know, Nancy and I were talking, the older we get, the better we were. In fact, is we've all got stuff going on. So why not just believe what he's done for us and remember us this morning that, you know, really, he died for what I'm suffering through right now. He's got this taken care of. So let's take this this morning together as a body and together with Jesus and watch what he's going to do. I promise you. Father, we thank you. We take the moment just to remember and reflect back what we can see in scripture that you've done for us that you've been telling us from the Old Testament all the way to the end of the New that you've got this you've told us that you knew us before the foundation of the earth and you told us that you've got plans that we can't even imagine and we thank you Father that through our through our times of sickness emotionally through our times of sickness health wise our physical body you have healed us and taken care of us so Father we right now receive that healing from you Thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, then the blood. Yes, this is just grape juice. It doesn't turn into blood. It's grape juice. But it represents the blood of Jesus. You used to have to take bulls and goats, sacrifice them on a daily basis for our sins. But Jesus came and gave us independence on this day. I may mess up tomorrow, I may mess up today, but it's covered. Does that give me a right to sin? Oh, I wouldn't purposely hurt anybody on purpose. And I wouldn't think you would either. But we will. But this covers it. You know, it it can kind of put a stop on gossip if you really recognize it that their sins are forgiven just like your sins are forgiven. He took care of us. So let's take this together. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we thank you that you've touched our hearts, you've touched our lives. And we recognize, Father, on this Independence Day that's coming up, we celebrate the freedom in America. But Father, we can wake up every morning and if we're breathing, we have been set free. No matter where we're at, if we're locked behind prison doors, we're free. If we're, if we're locked in an addiction that we can't get, get seem to break away from it, we're still free. Father, because you've given us the freedom that no one else could ever give us, Father. And we trust in you, Lord, and we thank you for that, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Will the team come up and let's, let's close out with a song.
Father, as we're right now just spending time with you, Father, I, I know there's many across the airwaves that are listening to my voice right now. Father, pull on their heartstrings. Let them come to the place of recognizing all they have to do is believe that you died and rose again, and you'll do the rest. And we thank you, Father. We trust in you and all that's going on, Father. Thank you for giving us the independence to make a choice to where our love was genuine toward your love that's genuine with us. We give you all the praise this morning in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. We'll be up front if you need prayer for anything.